Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Listen, the audio is going to be a little off today. We are located in Wheatfield, Indiana, somewhere between, I don't know, Timbuk- Indiana, Illinois, Minnesota. You say Timbuktu and yeah. another Timbuktu. Man, we're living good. I mean, there there are things going on. we got a few families here. We're just having a great time. Got a little bit behind on this podcast, and we're praying that the podcast peeps will forgive us. And uh, but listen, we might need to send them some edible flower baskets. Or, or maybe and... some of the, hey, folks, I just had uh, write this down, okay? Write this down. If you're listening to this, write this down. Get on Amazon immediately and order Sour Patch Kids watermelon. It will change your life. I just had two of them. I have never had better candy in my entire life, Stephanie. What are you thinking? Yes, if you can't have chocolate and see, I can't anymore thanks to dairy being off my. Um, I'm on, so I'm what I got going on right now is I got the world's smallest violin. Yes, he is. He's right playing now, sympathetically. You know? So I, I ate two of those. Doug Ooh. ate the other two. Yeah. And I am right here agreeing with him. They were awesome. After he had put it in his mouth. Because you told me it was her last. Well, you know what? Already been chewed. ABC, watermelon candy. With us also, hey, point out. Hey, hey Joe, say hi. So, so Joe's an idiot. We just lost like five seconds on the podcast. Joe is uh, Stephanie's third oldest co- child, and he's got issues. But anyway, here's what we're doing. Uh, we're getting going right away. We want to let you know we just finished a solid week of camp, and that's hard. We're up at Camp Joy, Wisconsin. We had our very first Wounded Spirits uh, staff, crew, missionaries, commissioning. I thought it was great. What did you think? It was an awesome time um, getting to spend time together, um, get to know each other better, see each other's hearts, yeah, and just be able to kind of gel as a group yeah. and see how God's using all of us in different capacities as we all are working for the same um, yeah. end goal of right. seeing people reach. Right. And one of the things we did is we had a vision day. Yeah. And that was awesome. Day, vision day was great because we, we allowed everybody on a very serious note to go around the room and talk about, you know, what their job is, where they fit in. And I, I know we're getting into this with you guys, but we love you and we want to keep you up with what's going on. Uh, and so today's words, we've really been through some junk lately. And I mean, this last week and a half or two weeks, you know, the words that are coming to my mind, Stephanie, a cover up. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I got to tell you something, friends, if you know somebody has hurt somebody or if you've been hurt, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you folks to do the right thing. And the right thing is, I know you've been hurt. I know there's people out there who have hurt you. I know people have done you wrong. But please, I don't care how long ago it was, contact your local police department. 
there are people out there hurting folks. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I'm going to say something. I am very proud of people who go forward yep. and say, I know this was a long time ago, but I was hurt and it was wrong. Yep. And I'm telling the police. And, and I yep. think if somebody does that, Stephanie, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say this right now. I think if somebody does that, I want to say that's kind of a hero to me. You're exactly right. When you look at, and we have yeah. Bible examples of that, Esther yeah. was a woman who said, if I perish, I perish. She was going to do the right thing. She was going to expose the evil Yeah. if it killed her. And and, it, and there are, are you know, I, I've been put in positions where you, you evil people can terrify you. They can. And so being willing to step up and, and it's hard. It's hard to say this happened to me. Yeah, it makes you feel wicked and dirty and guilty it brings all this stuff to the surface yeah but you are a hero if you are willing to come forward and i'm not talking about these people that make stuff up for attention i'm talking about the real genuine deal. victims and you know what no matter who your abuser has been yeah. don't downplay what they did to you and say well because of who they are no one will believe me no there are people that will believe you and reports need filed because you are not the only victim and, and, and I just want to say this, and, and I mean this with all sincerity. Uh, as we say this, some of you out there may work with people, and you may come across somebody, and mandated reporting is there for a reason. That's exactly right. And, and it's there to make sure other people don't get hurt or someone doesn't get hurt again. Right. And so cover-up is bad. We found this verse we were talking about over in Numbers 32, a verse that's very familiar to most of us. is uh, verse number 23. But if you will not do so, behold, you have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. And uh, there's a lot of folks out there, Stephanie, who have sinned against people. Yep. And I'm on a crusade along with you and everybody else who's on the side of Justice. righteousness and yep. God and all those different things. I'm... I'm on the side of doing the right thing here. And, That's right. And, and so, folks, my dream, my prayer, my uh, my everything is to catch these people out there that are hurting people. Right. And, and, folks, over and over again this past year, this past two years, three years, we've been doing the podcast, I think, two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And over and over again, we've stood in the same place. And that yeah. same place is we need to make sure that we do whatever we can to help people from being hurt. Yeah. And, and I don't want to take too long on this, but I just want to tell you this. You shouldn't be hurt. And no. people shouldn't be it's hurt. Never, it is never okay. And abusers, and I'm talking whether it's mental, emotional, sexual, whatever it is, they yeah. are experts at downplaying what they have done. They're experts at giving a quote logical explanation yeah. and, and telling you why why it was a misunderstanding or how you misinterpreted or making you feel like you're the abuser. Yeah. And can I just say Aiken tried all of those games? His kids tried all of those games. And this is why we mandatory report. When I yeah. look at scripture, you know, we don't just say this because it feels good. Let me tell you, this last week I have vomited. I have bawled yeah. my eyes out. I have not slept. It has been a very rough week because of this very topic. And yeah. if I can just say to you, we have scriptural precedent. When you look at the story of Achan. Yeah. Here we have a man that was a part of the children of Israel and God used him as an example for the generations to come. He sinned. He blatantly sinned against God, knowing what God's clear command had been. And he was so good at covering it up. 
that no one suspected him or his family and the entire family was in on this vile, blatant sin. And God gave them space to repent. If you go through the story of Achan, how God gave them space to repent, even after God led Joshua to start trying to track down who was guilty in the nation of Israel for spiritual defeats, they still wouldn't come forward. They still wouldn't repent until they were pinned against the wall. They would not come to the recognition of what they had done. And then when God's hammer fell, it fell hard and fast and heavy and everyone that was a part of the sin fell with it. Now, they didn't all commit the sin, but everyone that covered it, God held every bit as much responsible as Achan himself. And so that is why be mandatory report, because if you know about sin, and I am talking, I don't care if you're a family member, you know, there are preachers out there, Doug, who say, if you, you know, you cover up sin in the family, you cover up molestation, you cover up and we call them perverts, incest, and they are perverts, yeah. they're creeps on steroids, Yeah, that is a blasphemy against who God is. And Jesus said, if you offend a child, it is better that a millstone be hung around your neck yeah. and you be cast into the sea than you offend a child. So I'm sorry, there. this is so black and white. And so... Yeah. We mandatory report for this reason alone. God holds us responsible. When we know of sin like this that has happened, if we do not report it, guess what? We are lumped in with being part of the cover-up. And that's why anyone out there, if you know or if it's happened to you, you have to report it, even if it takes courage. Even God will give you strength. I can yeah. do all things through Christ, which strengthens and, me. And, and, and let me tell you, I think sometimes we make the mistake and we don't understand that the police will help you. Yeah. And, and social workers will help you. There are yep. people programmed to help you. And I think it's so important that we understand that. For some reason, we we almost put a higher, I don't know, I don't, what's, of not telling people. But folks, that's so wrong. And so we wanted to put that out there. And we don't want to beat this up too much. We know many of you who are listening to this podcast have been hurt. You've been through bad things. You've separated from bad things. You... Uh, all those different things. And this week, it's a little bit raw for us. And we just wanted to go right out there and say, hey, listen, this is really important. Uh, make sure, make absolutely sure if you've been hurt or someone you know has been hurt to stop whatever's going on, dial 911, drive to your local police station, grab a pastor to go with you, whatever you got to do, but you need to report this. And this. Yes. Yeah. And to remember that on the flip side for the victim to know that who you are before God is not changed yeah. because of anything that has been done to you. You That's are right. still a beautiful, pure child of God. That's right. And you're you're not trash. In some ways, you are counted worthy to suffer with Christ. Yeah, yeah. In God's eyes, you're still pure. Yeah. And, and let me tell you something. I think that one of the biggest mistakes we have is exactly what you just said. You're still a beautiful human being, a That's wonderful exactly person. exactly right. But so often, we want to label ourselves as being of less value, yep. of... All these different things. Let me tell you something. Life is going to take us to places where we feel like we're of less value. But yep. we're always reminded that we love so much that Christ died for us. That That's a, right. A, a price has been paid for us. 
we're always reminded that we're a new creation in Christ. Yep. You know, so many people forget that, that. Hey, we're a new creation. Yep. You know, something good started. So this is going to be weird, but we have some new music for you because we kind of got a process into this break time. Stephanie's actually going to play some music. It's just going to be for a minute. So the music's going to come on and that allows our stations and those people to play this to go ahead and play commercials. But we'll be right back with you. So Stephanie, go ahead and start the music if you would. Great to be back with you folks. Thanks for your patience with us. And look, we can't stop that song if we paid somebody. <laughs> I wouldn't go off. <laughs> so so we have a special uh, guest co-host with us. I, I don't know. We don't want to give him too much credit. but uh, It'll all go to his head if we do. So, so Stephanie's third oldest kid and probably admittedly the weirdest. I mean, oh my word. I mean the strangest, the most peculiar. The but, most beautiful the most handsome, the but, most Oh, he says those things about... So yes. le let me tell you what Stephanie and the kids did yesterday. So we leave Camp Joy. We come here. We come to see our dear friends in Wheatfield, Indiana. And we're driving here. We get all the way here. It's like 200 miles. We, we have traffic jams galore. It was uh, Emmy, a long trip. Emmy just wants some noodles or some tacos. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. And uh, so we get here. And, and what do we think? What's going on? Well, folks, let me tell you what's going on. Um... We get here and Stephanie forgets clothes. How did you do that? Well, Doug, so I, there's just, no I, church will take, I will take personal responsibility. I forgot them. There's another way to put it. So here we are. Uh, so Stephanie's trying to explain to us. We drove 200 miles. There were traffic jams everywhere. Emmy was starving. She can't remember the last time she had noodles at whatever noodle place she goes to. Chinese place, Express, Panda Express. Oh, Things my were word. going on. People had to use the bathroom. It was bad, and you forgot clothes. How did that I happen? did. Well, admittedly, um, I am space shot, which Doug will regularly tell you. But I didn't say it this time. I said it a time ago. We had a little problem. We had to re-record. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought I'd say it and, and embarrass myself. Um, but all that to say, we it was a very um, intense week, and, you know, God sometimes prompts you to do something and you ignore it and you pay for it later. And that would be that I thought of the hang-up clothes the night before we left. And I thought, oh, I should bring those down here so I don't forget them. And do you think I brought them downstairs so I would not forget them? No, I did not. So hence, we get here and about 6 o'clock last night, I had this very sickening feeling hit me in the gut of, oh my word, we are doing a concert tomorrow and all we have is dirty camp clothes. So we had church tonight and a couple things went on. One of the things, you know, you know what I was thinking about church tonight? We were able to get up and talk about, I had mentioned the story that the other day I found this acorn mm -hmm. and I realized that for an acorn to grow a tree, and I think we got to remember this folks, and we forget this so often, for an acorn to grow a tree, first of all, it dies in a way, falls off the tree, cracks open, falls into the ground and then grows. Mm -hmm. And the Amish people come along and they, hit, they get these acorns, they collect them up, and the point is they break them. So in order for an acorn to be awesome, it's got to be broken. And sometimes I think God has broke a lot of us. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, this past week, so many people were broken in different ways, people coming out to the event, and so many people were broken. And, I, and I'm sitting here and I'm trying to think about some of the verses that really affected me last week because we wanted to talk about them and we were talking about john chapter 12 and we were talking about that acorn again you know when we're broken 
God can grow us. Yeah. And that's the point behind it. And we see that in John chapter 12 and verse number 24. Verily, verily, it's like, listen, listen up. I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. He that loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. eternal. So we're told, you know, one, one kernel of corn. There's something I remember from missions conference years ago. One kernel of corn can produce 10,000 kernels of corn. Mm. But for that one kernel of corn to be a seed and grow 10,000 kernels of corn, it has to die. Yeah. And, you know, the Apostle Paul says, I die daily. Yeah. And and that acorn has to die to produce things. And I think we got to die to ourselves. I think if we're making an analogy here at all, there's a whole bunch of us that have been through a whole bunch of junk. Yeah. Yep. And there's people listening. And you've been through junk. I mean, you're kind of like the queen of junk. You went through the stuff, you, the terribleness that happened in Cameroon, the terribleness and, uh, you know, your former uh, family and some things that happened to you along the way. And the abuse and things like that. But do you think that's made you a better human being? Well, I was, you know, obviously I've thought about that a lot this last week. And the verse that the Lord gave me throughout this last week that honestly was a comfort was the verse from Philippians where Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. And as I, as I worked through things I had to work through this week and cried, it was honestly, I think I cried as much this week as I did around the time Charles died. I mean, that it was just, it was a sick, sick, a lot of memories that I would pay yeah. to have forgotten. And yeah. um, in the process of it, I, I, I found myself saying, Lord, why? What's your purpose? I wish I could rewind and run the other way that I could get away from this. And it was like the Lord said to me, but then you wouldn't know me. You wouldn't know my life. You wouldn't know and the power that was involved in the resurrection and the power. Well, that that, was that po- right and the power of his resurrection. When I look at that, that is the life of Christ. Yeah, that's how we have life. That's how we have Jesus' mm-hmm. hope in us that gives us the strength we need day by day and the fellowship of his sufferings and knowing Jesus. Yes, it is worth it. D- is there still pain? Is there still tears? Yes, that doesn't humanly go away, but on a spiritual plane, it was just like the Lord gave me such a peace and joy this week in terms of saying, Stephanie, look, look at all that happened. That was my grace. That was me that got you through those things. And if you hadn't go th- gone through those things, would you know me? If you hadn't gone through those things, would you be the person that I wanted you to be? And the answer I think is no, because God used all of those things to change me, to break me. Um, and I know we've talked, that was one of the first things I said to you was I've been, I'm too broken for God to ever use. And that's a good place to be spiritually because once we're broken and spilled out, then God can flow through us. Well, and I think there's, you know, what's cool about that is I think there's a real lesson here for those listening to us. And, I think it was hard for me to find my way to the place where I realized that being broken and going through PTSD and everything I went through equaled something pretty great in ministry. Mm-hmm. But when we go through stuff and we live through stuff and we've been on the bad side of things and we've, uh, you know, we don't see that. We don't see that on the other side of things, 
you know, and, and people that are listening right now, some of them are still really involved with the terribleness. And, and just so you know, uh, just so you know, it's been so ripe this week. What happens to people with PTSD is we have triggers. Yep. And so when we're working with somebody who's just been through something or admits to going through something terrible in their life, and we try to work things out and we try to figure things out and we try to uncover things and we try to help people and mandatory reporting is done and all those things are done. Boy, it can flip a switch. Yep. Yep. And and the the switch that gets flipped is is just so many people with PTSD. So my wife and I have been in nightmare nightmareville for like a week and a half. Yeah. And and that's good though, because it reminds us of what people are going through right now. Yeah. It reminds us of you guys who are in the storm, of you guys who are, are being tossed about and, and life being upside down. And I want to let you know it's okay. Yeah. On the other side of this is when we surrender this, when we when we die to ourselves, when we but we gotta get out of the situation. Stephanie. Yes, yes. We can't stay in a situation that's hurting us, yep. hurting other people that potentially can ruin our lives. Yeah. Whatever we're doing, folks, we've got to get out of that. Yeah. Somehow we got to move past that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so so I'm just suggesting to you that if you're in a situation where someone's hurting you, if you're in a situation where someone has hurt you, turn them in, get that through, and then we want to help you. We want to help you with God's word. We want to work with you. We want to get you a good church. We want to get you a good family. But I remember that strange feeling you get like, it's almost like there's a helplessness when we're in the middle of the storm. There is. And that's, again, there's a beauty even in that. Um, I know recently I was um, taking my son to work and, and I may have talked about this before, but we had had this massive storm come through and it just, you know, all the lightning, I mean, it greens everything up and you have the rain and the, and the field was just beautiful. And yet it had been a really bad storm. It had been a nasty storm during that night before. And I said something to my son, and we had gone through a dry spell, and I said something to my son. We were, I was taking him to work. I said, the corn won't grow if it's always sunshine. Yeah. The corn has to have the storms. God set up nature that way that the storms help creation. It That's a part of life is the storms. And it was like the Lord said, tap me on the shoulder and said, you're exactly right. And it's it's so true. When we're in the middle of the storm, we are helpless. A lot yeah. of times there is nothing we can do. And that's why right. we have Jesus in our boat. And that's why we cry out to him. And we have him that can stand up and say, be not afraid. And we have him that can say, peace, be still. And we have him that we can trust will never leave us or forsake us. And, you know, if you've been in the midst of a storm, and you're, you know, you're coming out the other side. Yeah, it's it's a sacrifice. And, and yeah. a board member preached on this this week, and God knew I needed it. But he talked about the fact that God wants us to be living sacrifices right. for the benefit of others so that history is changed for others' lives, so that the future is changed for others' lives. And part of going through a storm is learning to be a sacrifice. There it is, my friends. Now, we started this off today talking about cover-up. Yeah. And uh, and folks, don't be part of the cover-up by just sitting back and not telling anybody what happened in your life. Yeah. And, and if you've told somebody about what happened through your life and you're in the process now, we want you to know exactly what Stephanie said earlier. You're of great value. 
Yeah. Uh, God loves you. There's lots of folks out there who love you. Listen, we're having a camp at Camp Joy, Wisconsin, September, I think, 14th through maybe it's 12th. I don't know. It's on our schedule. It's on WoundedSpirits.com. It's on WoundedSpirits.com. We want you to sign up. We want you to come. We want you to be part of that. And, and folks, I believe that'll help you. I think it'll be a great blessing to you. We sure do love you, folks. Please listen to every word Brother Eric's got to say. And uh, make sure you come back tomorrow. We've got a whole lot to talk about. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.